My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, joining us again is Jackson White, who plays Stephen DeMarco on Hulu's latest hit, Tell Me Lies. Jackson's here to talk about the finale and kind of explain all of the things that went down the best he can. So here to talk about all of the drama and answer all of the questions is Jackson White. So I have to start off right away. We started with the show and in our first interview and then in multiple episodes after episodes, I have a semi-journalistic apology because we all started with that Steven is this horrible person, right? That he makes these bad choices and he's very manipulative and then the show takes a severe turn six seven eight where you know it's not really necessarily jackson anymore per se so i think for all of us that watched it i'm apologizing on behalf of the world that you're not the most terrible person on the show thank you that's i that's i i that's an argument to have though because i i don't know he's he's, he gets pretty bad but it's cool you get to see where he comes from you get to see a little bit of what's going on you get to see maybe why he does it where he draws from but he's you know they're all getting pretty poisonous yeah but he's not the only one i felt bad because it was marketed almost like you were like the one bad you know yeah you start as the the antagonist or whatever and then and then you you have some humanity to you and you confuse people. I think that was the intention. I think that was why it was so fun. Okay, so let's get into the finale. Well, right before the finale, actually, I should say, I wanted to ask you, why do you think Steven told Lucy about the crash? Because I was very confused in that moment. I wasn't sure if he lost all cards and that was the only thing he had left to sort of tell some of the story, like 90% of it. But I was shocked because I went, oh my God, he's giving her something to use on him in his own way that's a manipulation as well it's called manipulation through honesty it's a term that became his mantra it's trauma bonding have someone who understands a very dark dark secret about you then you bring them closer you isolate them from their friends and it's a it's a manipulation tactic and i think he he said that to draw lucy in to strengthen the bond so that he was protected. He's also a very isolated, lonely fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So he has to have uh, something. And you see in episode five, like this dude can't even tell his family. He cannot talk to anybody. So he has learned in his years to to put that on his relationships and give them something so they feel closer to him so that he feels safe yeah and it's interesting because i think his value of women shifts depending on the woman if that makes sense too like with macy i don't i felt a little disconnect it was more of like this is cool yeah we're at school whatever diana i feel like there might have been a little more of a connection there was a two-year history there with lucy the bond is just the toxicity like the constant between the two of them there's a different relationship with all three of those women Mm -hmm. and you see these three different sides of this guy and he puts his trauma and his emotions in a a different place with all these people it's it's kind of crazy yeah and i do think episode five was a huge one for you in particular for telling the story of jackson to understand how his mother how his sister how kind of everyone 
uses him in certain ways to get things that they want, which explains, I think, why he reacts the way he does. In that finale, we're seeing the full story of what happens. You know, the actual story of what happens between Jackson and Macy and the accident and all of that. And then we get to this party. What? How are you? I understand that he felt like devalued because Lucy was like, oh, there's this desk job and she's not working and she just wants to hang out with him. And he's going, I have like so much to do. Like I have so much on my plate. Like I don't have the luxury that you have. Right. And that's a big struggle for him too, with his friends. Like he, he has to work. He needs to make money. He has obstacles that they might not necessarily have. Uh-huh. But the conversation he has with Diana, she like almost lures him into offering all these shiny toys that he walks in the party with Lucy and out of the party with Diana. What happened? He's a survivalist. He wants to go where he is safe. And what is his best odds of success, survival? And it's become so complicated handing someone that secret of his that it became a, a liability and, and it became destructive and he had to assess it. He's a very calculating mathematical dude. He's really assessing all of the, the possible outcomes and he picked the one that is going to work for him in the long run he's five steps ahead and he was scared he was also really scared and in that particular moment he was fucked up we have to remember that yeah i know and like i love that scene i think you guys talked about it a couple times but when you guys are coming down the stairs and you have like you know mr brightside playing and it's like slow motion and her face lucy's face is of shock my face was like on the floor because i was like what just like i literally felt like her like what just happened but at the same aspect from watching him, I understood it. Like I knew why he did it. And I feel like a lot of people might've jumped on that opportunity, but I was kind of starting to, and again, this could be you, like how you acted. I was starting to kind of believe that he really did love Lucy. So then at that moment when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, he's throwing all of that away. Like he's just walking out and saying like, bye. Like I'm walking out with this girl. Maybe he does. Maybe he does love Lucy, but what have we seen of this guy and how love has been shown to him? Like, what have we learned about how this guy understands love and what he understands about it? And what does that mean to him? And it's like, whether he loves her or he doesn't, it's almost not important in that moment. And do you think because he is kind of <laughs> drugged that he's not thinking of the consequence that could happen? Now, we don't see it, but the consequence that could happen further along the line because she's a freshman he's like you know he's a senior what she could possibly say we don't know down the line but do you think he's worried at all about that as they're walking down or he's just at the moment where he's like i'm just i don't even care i think he made a mistake probably a drug-induced mistake Mm -hmm. on but he went about it i think he was calculating what he was doing but i don't think he thought through how it was happening i think he like he just didn't handle his shit correctly he wasn't holding his liquor he was you know he was acting out it was the immature side of him i think it was it was his whatever his wise mind telling him what to do with his future but it was also the kid in him looking for safety you shook me so hard and i'm still thinking about it because he walks yeah. in not only does he walk in he gives her a hug and like your facial expression is happy and nice and kind and like you guys give each other hugs And then your face changes. You do this great thing with your face where, like, I can't tell what the fuck's going on. So, like, and, like, it changed. And I went, oh, no. And then, like, when you started talking, you throw the word fiancé around. And it's still, like, laissez-faire and, like, you know, like, not a big deal. 
And then, and then you're like, yeah, oh, she's so excited. She can't wait to see you. So, of course, obviously, we're all expecting Diana to walk in. The big shock is that it's not Diana, that it's Lucy's best friend that she's known forever. There's a moment where you have, like, Lucy on one side, Lydia on the other side. You're in the middle. To me, your face was checkmate. But your face was unreadable, you know, because it's hard to tell if he's, but you're staring at her, Lucy, the whole time to mm-hmm. kind of like gauge, like, is she going to react? What's going to happen? So for you in that moment, when you're filming that scene, for you, what was that? Was that like a checkmate your move next? Have you ever met someone that you just can't shake? Like, that's the core of this thing where you can't stop looking at every facial feature of someone yeah you <laughs> the start with you i don't I, was, I don't know like in my real life i'm not sure like i was trying to think of that maybe like one of my first boyfriends in college kind of reminds me of jackson a little bit but you drive me insane because literally when it was done i like i still am in thinking about that shot like i'm still thinking about that last shot when we see his face i can't tell you that it was like a checkmate i think it was this per- i have so much history with this person and no matter what happens, that person is going to light him up, no matter what, no matter who he's with, no matter what's going on, that person lights him up. And that's the core of the show. And that's probably what all those, what is he thinking looks mean? And, you know, I don't know. It, I, it's, it's, um, and it's also, I think, supposed to confuse you because it confuses her. I mean, every person on the planet has a situation with someone where they don't know what they're thinking. And it drives them mad. That's the most human thing ever. And I think that's what we want Lucy to, that's what we want people to feel that Lucy's feeling mm-hmm. is what the fuck is this guy thinking? And that's all intentional. All of that is on purpose. And there could be 10 things, you know? And, and I think um, I think there's a hundred things going on in his mind when he sees her at the end. It's like, Oh, something gets woken up again. You did something that I feel like an actor I haven't seen ever do. And I watch a lot of stuff. A lot of times when there's actors that are playing roles like that, where it's like confusing, you're not really sure where they're at. You can kind of tell by their facial expression. Or sometimes mm-hmm. they'll lean in a little bit or the movement will be a certain way. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like he likes her. Like they're going to get together like in a couple episodes or whatever. There's something that you did that I just find so, I'm so fascinated by you because- there was nothing like you gave away absolutely nothing episode after episode consistently yet we're able to drop so much storyline so much arc so much to this character where like i really could not tell at all what he was thinking the whole time oh that's awesome thank you so much for saying that it's all what megan and i talked about that's all like how we designed this guy is uh genuine moments of positivity genuine moments of negativity and then underneath it all is that true or is it not i mean it, it's a yeah there was a there was a couple of things going at once you have to be a blank canvas and you also have to be really clear on your intentions because he is so that was the fun part is trying to do both of those things but thank you for saying that it's really cool I want to ask you, are you prepared for the finale for when everyone sees it tonight-ish, tomorrow, whatever you want to call it? I've prepared myself throughout this whole process. I've gotten used to the the strong emotional reactions. And I think this will be the strongest one. So I'm... I, I think I'm prepared. I just hope no one throws any cans of soup in my house or anything, but okay. Yeah. 
I wanted to just end with like, is there anything that you want to tell fans? Cause they, like you said, they're super passionate. So is there anything that you want to say to them? Cause some of them, it's either, I think a 50, 50, right? It's either like, they all love you and think you're the hottest thing ever known to man and love your character. Or it's like the opposite. They all are like hating you and are like, what the F is going on. So are you um, excited or what would you say, I guess, to them, the people that don't get a chance to speak with you like I do? You know, the ones that, the ones that are excited, I just, just thank you so much. And I love you and thank you. And um, <laughs> I'm so, I just can't believe this is all happening. I mean, it's like insane. I'm, I'm a drummer. I don't know what's going on. But for the people that don't like me, I love you. So much. I love you even more. Don't just keep just I hope I can change your mind. Or actually I don't care. But I don't know. I'm just happy to do this and I just I just feel really lucky I get to do this. Like truly. Like I just can't believe I get to do this. That's like crazy for me. I've been through a lot of shit in my life and I just don't really have words for what's going on right now. It's just very exciting and I'm really grateful. And uh and I love people coming up and talking to me. I think it's really cool. Just thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Jackson White talk about this season finale of Tell Me Lies. All of the episodes are currently available now streaming on Hulu, so make sure you check it out. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, so you're updated on all of our video content.